0: On this week's episode of The Stuff Your Accountant Isn't Telling You, we're going to be talking about what we call a profitable pause. And we're going to be making the financial case for business owners, making sure they're taking time off. So stay tuned as we jump into this week's episode. Welcome to the podcast where we tell small business owners how to use the secrets and strategies that big businesses use to increase their profitability. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Stuff Your Accountant Isn't Telling You. I am Lola Turner, your co-host. And this is usually where Terrell would say, and I am joined by, and I would say, I am joined by Terrell Turner. But Terrell is not in the building today. Actually, we are both traveling. Um, Terrell is gonna be on his way. Terrell was in Vegas on his way to St. Louis on Monday and I am currently in the Midwest, specifically a town called Fort Wayne, Indiana, where I went to college, visiting friends and family. So we're separated this week when we're recording and so I will be doing the episode solo, but still bringing you great information, still bringing you great valuable tips and we're going to have a good time. So today we're going to be talking about profitable possible and really we're going to be talking about, I think something that kind of goes against the grain, but I really feel like COVID really emphasized or after COVID was really emphasized And that is the financial reason and the financial business case for business owners learning to actually take more time off or taking time off. And I think this is a perfect time to do this episode because this episode is currently being filmed at the end of June. It's probably going to air at the beginning of mid July. And one of the things that oftentimes people get to the end of the year, especially here in America, it's summertime. um, And a lot of times people Business owners, their families are looking to take time off, looking to take vacations, looking to do road trips, looking to go out of the country, um, especially for those that have children, because this is really the best time to kind of maximize spending time with your family until people go back to school. The kids go back to school in August. So I thought this was a really great topic to talk about because I think a lot of times when people think about taking time off, it's almost seen as a restriction to you being able to run a more profitable business. Oftentimes taking time off is seen as a positive cause from really running a profitable business. Um, Especially if as a business owner, you don't have a lot of employees and you're having to do a lot of things by yourself. Or let's say the way that your business is structured, you are in charge of driving a lot of the revenue generating activities. You're in charge of talking to your potential customers, you're in charge of kind of following up with the leads. So it's really hard and difficult sometimes to really make a case for business owners to take time off because when it really comes down to it, a lot of people are constantly working. I mean, I'll speak personally for myself. Um, Currently, I am helping. I work on the accounting and finance side of the business with Terrell, of course, our TL Turner Group firm. But I also have a full-time corporate role as well as managing um, property, the property side of our business. So needless to say, I am a very busy person. Um, I do not have a lot of what I would consider free time. Um, of course, all of that is, is is selective because at the end of the day, you have all 24 hours in the day. Everybody has 24 hours. You need to decide what you need to do with that time. And then, of course, we have this podcast. So there are a lot of things to do. And a lot of times it feels like there's not enough time to do all of those things. And so I completely understand when it really comes to making the decision to really take time off sometimes, especially if you don't have solid processes in place, it could feel like you taking time off means that nothing gets done. You taking time off means that your customers don't get get the attention they need. You taking time off really does not make it makes sense financially right and so the whole point of this episode and the whole point of the podcast is to tell you stuff your accountant isn't telling you and today what i really want to do is make a financial case for taking time off as a business owner speaking from terrell and i's personal experience Um, Terrell leads our accounting firm and has done a phenomenal job in really helping grow the business, not helping, leading to grow the business and establishing processes. So we're hoping that as I talk about these tips and kind of go through some of the advantages of taking time off and we look at the financial side of things, that it will actually convince you to maybe take some more time off this summer or even through the year. And for me, really, one of the things that I've had to learn as a business owner, as a working professional, as a wife, as a friend, is a lot of Times taking time off doesn't always have to look like a very big kind of you know, grand thing, right? It, it could look like 15 minutes a day here, 20 minutes a day there, 30 minutes a day here. It could look like just sleeping in, right? So really being able to define what that looks like and, and understanding that it doesn't have to be this grand, everybody takes vacations and goes somewhere. And, and that I think is really going to be the differentiator. So the first thing I want to talk about is um, in order for you to, and we did a similar episode on this two episodes ago, we talked about, you know, taking time off and taking vacation, right? And one of the things that we mentioned on that episode, was really the importance of having solid processes to allow you to be able to step away from your business if you needed to. And one of the things that we shared, and I specifically shared on my end, is A lot of the things that I help or the things that I support within the business really have to do with currently, recently transitioned, have to do some of the customer facing reporting. And we had to really make sure that we had, and we're still working through it, making sure that we had solid processes on our client delivery to make it easy to where if I was not present, if I'm not present in the process, it can be Done and delivered, and we're not going to miss the deadlines. That is something we're currently going through in the business because we're making some transitions and we're growing our team. So that was, has been something I've had to be intentional about, and part of that is for me specifically on the reporting end. And as an accountant, we use LifeFlow to help drive that, and LifeFlow is a is a reporting tool um, that basically has made our lives a lot easier. Reporting is, you know, a, a simple refresh, and it's not really a long process like it used to be. And if you're an accountant and you're listening to this episode and you're not using LifeFlow, you can completely understand what I'm saying when it really comes down to providing those monthly reports to clients. you got to go through the process of downloading it, loading it in the system or loading it whatever you wherever you load it, or wherever you support it, attaching it. Whereas on a LifeFlow basis, you can just refresh the file and it goes directly to your client. They already have the link. So great, great resource. But I think having tools like that um, when it comes to your business is extremely important, right? So, you know if you are a law firm as an example right so do you have a you know a tool that you're using whether it's my case or whatever it is to be able to manage your clients client deliverables make sure that you have everything that you need and that your clients don't feel neglected when you step away and i think the the purpose of having processes is to allow you to be able to take breaks without feeling like your customers are being neglected so wanna caveat by saying before you can even take a step back, your processes need to be solid. Um, The first financial thing that I wanna talk about, which is something that is, I think oftentimes, People understand it, but I don't think people understand the magnitude of it. So, you know, being the accountant and the finance person that I am, of course, I had to bring some numbers. And, you know, one of the benefits of taking time off, I think, when we think about financially, um, is really minimizing your employee burnout and your turnover costs or rates. Um, When you think of yourself as a business owner, especially someone who owns a, a business and has employees, If you do not build in a way to basically allow your employees to take time off, it really runs into the risk of having high turnover rates right because people feel burnt out people don't feel like you know people feel burnt out and if they feel burnt out they're not likely to stay which means that it's going to cost you money to have to replace their role if they leave you're going to have to train someone new you're going to invest in someone new and oftentimes we've talked to a lot of business owners and this is where they struggle the most right is okay i'm trying to understand how do i keep my employees i feel like i have a high turnover rate in some industries it makes sense like if you're working the restaurant business yeah you're going have a higher turnover rate there but for example if you have a law firm and you're hiring paralegals you know a lot of times people are frustrated business owners because they feel like they have a high turnover rate and a lot of times when you really dig deep into it, you find that their employees either feel overwhelmed or they feel like they don't have the right tools to be successful. And so one of the most important things when it comes to really learning to build in a break and taking time off, not just for you as a business owner, but also for your employees, is it reduces burnout, which basically reduces as a result, your turnover rate. And one of the things that I thought was very interesting, and I actually didn't expect the number to be this high, is according to a Gallup research, it indicated that burnout born out employees are 63% more likely to take six days, sick days and 2.6% percent 2.6 times more likely to actively seek a different job. So if people feel like they're being overworked or they feel like they're not being valued, chances are they are going to try to find something different. But more importantly, which I think we've seen the financial impact of is the Workforce Institute estimates that the cost of replacing an employee can range from 16 to 213% of their annual salary. So that really is where the pain point comes as a business owner, right? If you're having to spend money on recruiting, you're having to spend money on training and and i think A lot of times people don't think about that, but the training aspect is really what takes up a lot of time, especially if you have less than 10 employees. And let's say you don't have someone who can train your new employees, you're having to spend time doing that, which is taking time away from time you could be spending doing things to better the business, to help generate more revenue. So definitely one of the first things I would say is it minimizes your hiring cost when you do not put employees or yourself in a position where you're getting burnt out because the reality is when you are burnt out and when you are working and overworking yourself, you are not going to be showing up as your best. And if you're not showing up as your best, even if you're a one man shop, if you're not showing up as your best, you have an increase in your sick days. You're having to kind of take a step back and, 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 and having to be forced to take a step back because you're not spacing or pacing yourself. One of the things that I will say that I've learned personally on avoiding burnout and I can typically tell when I'm starting to get overloaded and that usually is when I start to forget things when I have too much on my plate and you know someone mentions something to me or we talk about something with someone on my team and they're like hey you know this is what this is and this is what's going on and then they circle back with me the next day and I'm like I have Okay, I don't remember us having that conversation. That's usually my indication that I'm starting to get overwhelmed, either that or I'm not properly planning. And a lot of times the properly not properly planning is because you have so much that you're trying to juggle. And so usually that's my indicator. So you have to identify as a business owner. What is your indicator when you're starting to get overwhelmed? Where is that? indicator where you're, it's looking like, okay, I'm getting to the point where I'm burnt out. I'm getting to the point where I need to do something different um, or I need to take a break. And one of the things that I want to take a second to talk about is the breaks. Because personally for me in the past, I've really looked at, it was kind of an all or nothing. I tend to be an all or nothing person, which has its advantages for the good stuff, but also has its disadvantages for the bad stuff. So I tend to be 100% Hundred percent in. Um, when I work out, I work out a hundred percent. I'm all in. When I don't, it's on the other side. Um, and so the challenge with that sometimes is even when it comes to vacation. For example, Terrell and I are taking a trip to Greece in July, and in a couple of, in a couple of weeks. And you know before i used to think man like the vacations had to be grand and had to be big and had to be in another country and honestly it felt really exhausting because we would plan and so much effort we go would go into planning for those trips and then when i would get there i was like oh my gosh we got to do all these things we got to go here we got to do this and terrell would simply ask me he's like you know i know you have a whole itinerary and an agenda of all of this exploring that you want to do in the city but i just need like two days to do nothing and that was very difficult for me to to do because I'm like, well, what are we doing if we're, I mean, what is doing nothing? Like, you know, and Terrell always used to say, if we like it enough, we'll always come back. And that was something that was hard for me to, to, to realize, but it was extremely important because at the end of the day, you need to learn how to not do the grand things all the time to take the breaks so as an example like i mentioned this week i'm traveling and i'm currently in the midwest and every year i've been trying at least for the last couple of years since covid to make a trip back to where i went to college this is what i consider my coming to america city i joke about that when i relocated to the us i moved to fort wayne indiana and i stayed with a host family here and i went to college here so six years of my life. And I would say fundamentally where I was as a child and kind of grew up was in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And so I try to come back once a year to see people I care about and see people I love, recognizing that I'm still working full time. um, So I have an Airbnb that I'm staying in and I'll have dinner, you know, in the evenings with people that I want to see. And I'll have lunch with them when I get breaks. And so it's not exactly a vacation, but it is an opportunity for me to see the people that I care about and to get that break in the middle so that I don't feel overwhelmed. Because as I'm as I'm sure those of you that travel a lot know, traveling within itself is can be pretty exhausting because you're having to get adjusted to a new location. You're kind of out of your routine and really learning to kind of get back in the groove of things can be difficult, especially when you have a lot of stuff that need to get done. So Really finding the little breaks, whether it's going on a walk or it's exercising or it's, you know what, I'm just going to step away from my computer every day at 7 p.m., take 20 minutes, go have dinner with my family, come back to it and then pick it up. And I think this leads into my second point, which I think is the advantage of being able to take time off as a business owner and to be able to um, you know encourage employees to do that. It increases your productivity. That's the second thing. It increases your productivity. And if you have employees, it increases your employee engagement. Um, one of the studies that I saw said that 82. Um, you typically have people that are more productive. 82 people are people that are, take time off are 82% more productive than people that do not take time off. Right. So again, looking past the traditional time of taking time off, because the reality is, as a business owner let's be honest, you're always going to be on, right? You're always going to be thinking and kind of churning on, okay, I have this idea, this came up in my mind. So really taking a step back from what the traditional taking time off looks like and really understanding, okay, for me, how do I increase my productivity and my, my engagement for my employees? How, when do I feel the most rested? You know, for me, I feel the most rested or I feel the most, I guess, energized when I work out. So I typically will do 6am workouts and that works for me. It doesn't have to work for you, but you just have to identify and find as a business owner and as someone who's extremely busy and someone who has employees, how do you find the balance? Another way that I try to increase or that I work on that works for me to increase my productivity, it's typically I'll share an update at the beginning of the day, I'll do a Loom video for my team and I'll say, hey, these are the actions, these are the priorities for today. It doesn't have to be a 30 minute, 30 minute meeting that we're sitting on. Here's a loomer of the day. These are all the actions. These are things I need to work on. Let's circle back at the end of the day. And what I found initially when I would do that is there would be questions that would come throughout the day, um, and it would just be multiple pings. And one of the feedbacks that that I gave my employee was, "Hey, so just so you know, I typically tend to be like kind of like in a focus zone of trying trying to do what I'm trying to get done. So just list all your questions and open items that you have. If it's critical, I'll respond immediately. If it's not critical, um, and it's something that can wait 24 hours, I'll come back to. With feedback all at once because it is distracting to have to kind of stop what you're doing and answer questions and then um, pick up again where you left off. So, that is one thing I will say personally that I've been able to identify what makes me productive. I think those things change as your priorities change. Um, At one point, you know, sitting down and watching a Korean drama for an hour. Um, worked for me, you know, when I would take a break, like maybe once a week, I would sit down and I'd watch a Korean drama on Netflix. That worked for me. I can't do that anymore because, again, Korean dramas, I don't speak Korean. That's not my native language. It requires mental energy. And right now, my mental energy needs to be preserved for other things that I need to execute on. So that no longer works for me. Um, or sometimes I put friends in the background. So whatever it is that works for you, the point is you have to identify and, and find that. Um, and that's going to help increase your productivity. and employee engagement, again, which ultimately increases your ability to deliver. And if you're able to deliver, then you're more likely to close more deals. You're more likely to be able to drive more initiatives that impact your bottom line at the end of the day. The third advantage of, which I think is extremely important when it comes to taking time off, is just improved decision-making and innovation. When you're tired you tend to make, it's quicker and easier for you to make mistakes. I'll speak personally for myself. When I'm tired, I'm more likely to make mistakes um, when I'm delivering things. And for someone who's in the accounting and finance field, that's not even an option because you are dealing with numbers on a daily basis. And I think that's why having tools like Lifeflow that kind of refresh your data and automate it really is important. So building in safeguards um, for that. But again, going back to the main reason of this episode, which is the more time you take off and the more time you build in time for you to rest, the easier it will be for you to be recharged, which will improve your decision-making and will make it easier for you to come up with new ideas in your business. And, you know, I'm sharing all these things. And to be honest with you, you know, it's a learned, it's a learned behavior, right? Like, a lot of times even even kind of talking back to myself on this is yeah that sounds great but you know i don't have a lot of time to even do this but the reality is you kind of have to see it as a as a risk To your bottom line, if you don't. And the reality is, at the end of the day, especially if you are a one-man shop, you are the person running your business. And if you are not there, and if you fall sick, and if you're not no longer able to run at 100%, your business is going to suffer. And so you have to look at taking time off as what I would call a cost avoidance. And a cost avoidance is essentially if we do these things, it's going to cost. We are going to avoid paying this to do this. So, for example, going back to the points we mentioned one when it comes to rehiring the cost of hiring is extremely high so the cost avoidance is if you learn to give your employees time off and make sure they're not burnt out the less likely you are to have to hire um, new employees and the less time and costs you're gonna spend related to hiring those new employees because you're finding a good balance and making sure they have the tools to do their jobs and to do it well. So that's, that's extremely important. And ultimately at the end of the day, you just need to find as a business owner what works for you, right? where do you find those breaks? It could be in the car and listening to a podcast or listening to some music. Um, It could be moments of meditation and silence, whatever it is that works for you. But it's extremely important that you prioritize those, just like you prioritize closing that new deal, just like you prioritize having that conversation with those clients, just like you prioritize showing up every day for your clients. You need to prioritize taking time off. One of the things that Terrell is currently doing, he is working on running or walking a million steps. So that's that's his thing. He does it every morning. And that has been something that his goals, um, that has been a recent goal for him. It's a good way to exercise, but also a good way to get his mind off of stuff. And I always find he does videos on, on those walks and he comes up with great ideas because again, your mind is clear. You're taking a break and you're doing something other than kind of the mundane or the normal stuff that you would do in your business. So I hope this episode has been helpful. Um, I tried to make the connection on the financial side because I think it's important for people to understand that not taking time off can have financial impacts on your business. And again, like we talk about on the show, we tell you stuff your accountant isn't gonna tell you. So at the end of the day, your accountant isn't gonna tell you, you know what, you need to take more time off. They might not encourage that, but for us, we find it as business owners ourselves, how extremely important it is because at the end of the day, Like I said, you look at it as a cost avoidance because the more time that you spend taking care of yourself, the more you can show up for your business, the better you can be as a business owner, the better you can be as a leader and the better you can be as a manager. So it's extremely important to do that. And I hope that this episode has been helpful to you. And thank you guys for listening until next time. Take care. (laughs)